Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast. FM 104. On tonight's show, we hear from sleep physiologist Stephanie Romashevsky, who explains why we wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning and find it hard to get back to sleep. The social media phenomenon has turned us into mass oversharers, and right now, there are several online dramas that we can't get enough of. And Minefield is back. You could be walking away with a 25-year-old Just Eat voucher, and all you have to do is answer 10 questions. That's it. Simple as... This is Room 104 FM 104 Hey Kev Hey, well some questions are simpler than others <laughs> Depending I <laughs> simply go for general knowledge, knowledge So whereas... I have a bit of a mix and match in my questions Whereas with you, you tend to go for the more current affairs, music right. type questions yeah. So, you know, you can pick whoever you want Do you exactly. want someone who's going to ask you general knowledge questions? It could be anything uh-huh. Or, or someone want... who's going to ask you, what's the capital of France? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong Fine. with that. Fine. They are questions. And if you want to answer them, 25 euro just eat voucher in okay. there for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get on board with that. That's coming up when? In an hour's time? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. That'll be on a 10. Yeah. So get your, get your text in now. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, eight, seven, six, pre-book, seven, nine, seven. pre-book a slot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we do need two contestants because it's going head to head. Oh, yes. Okay. Exactly. So we need two years. Two years, please. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, how was your day? My day was all right. Yeah. It was a bit of a meh day. Oh, yeah. Pulled the curtain apart this morning and it was oh. torrential. Like Grainsville. Grey. Going from Monday when we were like, oh my gosh, it's not too bad, yeah. is it? Yeah. Uh, to now, yeah, fast forward to today where it looks like, I don't know, Armageddon's coming. I know. <laughs> it was so, so dank. Yeah. It's days like these where you're just like, it's got to be a better place. It's got to be a better place to live than this. I don't think so <laughs> anymore. So I, I kind of feel like we're doing all right, okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Put up put up, or shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a little visit though today. You did? Yeah. Who was Somebody your little was visit from? Rapping on my door. Knock, uh, knock, knock. Yeah, that's right. It was the census lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did get a visit last week. Oh, did you? Yes, last Friday. Okay. Uh, go ahead. How did you find your experience? I was good. I was just so <laughs> taken aback because she was wearing the same mask, same face mask that I had that I thought was really unique to me. What's your face mask? It, it's like this Japanese one. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You must with have. With the cherry blossoms? Yeah, with the cherry, cherry blossoms uh, and things, right? Okay. And I got that as a Christmas present for my parents two years ago now and 
I thought, oh no, that that's like unique. Mm. No, no one, no one else is going to have this. So I opened up the door to the census lady, and I didn't even say hello. I was like, oh my god, you've got the same mask as me. And she was kind of thrown. She was like, what? What are you talking about? And, um, yeah, it was very awkward, a little interaction, but. Um, she gave me the form oh. She asked me for my name oh. And the phone number right. And all the rest of it How and many people live in the household yeah, yeah. It's going to be there Isn't that like I'll be telling you that in the form Don't worry I'll tell you that in the form But they were making notes of stuff Before they walked away Really? The, my guy was kind of like Making little notes And I was like are you, Is this a quiz? Am I, am I supposed to answer this Correctly or incorrectly? Is there a wrong or right answer? Um, well I was nearly going to hide from him Because I just <laughs> saw someone In a visor outside I beat oh, yeah. Out the top window and I was like, no, 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 thank it's you. probably going to be one of those salespeople. Mm. <laughs> then I kept hearing the knock and I was like, right, you know what? Fine, I'll just go down then and I'll see who it is. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm with the census. And I was like, oh hello, <laughs> <laughs> you nearly missed me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this is kind of important. Um, he was kind of shy though. Very nervous. It's like really? you have to go to a lot of houses. You need to build the confidence up. Yeah, if you're a census purple person, <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to get used to like dealing with people and all just various amounts of awkward interactions on the front door because people don't like being doorstepped anymore. I don't know if they ever did, but I feel like it was that was my might have been more of a thing, you know, back in the day, twenty years ago, yeah. but it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? No, not so, so much. No. You'd still do get the door-to-door salespeople. You do get a few of those. You see, I avoid them because I'm in an apartment block. So, oh, yeah. you so lucky they thing. They can't even get in. Oh. They can't get in. Once so they see the car in the driveway, yeah. they know someone's there, so they keep knocking and I'm like, just go. But what I started doing was just pulling the curtains. <laughs> Terrible. I'm like, slowly, slowly yeah, yeah, pull yeah. it across. <laughs> they won't know. Oh, it can get very annoying. But yeah, the census now... Yeah, so it's happening on the 4th of April, I think. I I still couldn't find the date on the form. I just, I took the form, I looked at the front and I thought, okay, look, it's not, it's not imminent. So I'm just going to just put it down and leave it there. I haven't looked at it since. And you're definitely not allowed to like pre-fill it in. It has to be like a snapshot of that exact Sunday night. Is right? that right? You're telling me now because I as thought you could I fill rec- it out. Can you? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't I, know, He did ask. He said, are you going to be in your house? Who's going to be? How many oh, people yeah. are going to be in the house and who's going to be in the house um, on census night? And I thought, oh, right. Oh. So yeah, that would make sense. So maybe it's on the night. Yeah. Snapshot of that night. But like I that really night don't is think... going to be reminiscent of yeah. a lot of other nights in my house. But what if somebody suddenly ran away or I don't know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> Do you... St- do you still fill out their bit because they were living there? No, you have to go by what is actually, it's actually in ha- your house. Live, yeah, in, yeah. okay, <laughs> live and direct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't start like filling it in beforehand. Going, oh yeah, do I? What religion am I again? Or is it, do I? Am I again? It's not a test. It's not like you <laughs> know. If you test. get ahead, you're going to get extra test, marks. Trish. It is no, a test. It's not. I'm always confused by the religion question, though, because obviously. I grew up Catholic, um, but I'm not practicing anymore. What do you put down? Because I'm technically on, so- a- I'm on some Catholic list somewhere saying, but. But this is the, the, the Ireland of today. This is what is happening now. So I wouldn't be putting in what you were 10 years ago. Are you Catholic now? No, if you're not, then fill out the box that says, no, I'm not. Not practicing. No. But would you still consider yourself a Catholic? Mm, do you go to church on no, Christmas or no. Easter? 
Oh, okay. no. <laughs> Your birthday, no. any of the days. Birthday, imagine. Right, to... it's my birthday. Off to mass. <laughs> what other days? No. So, no. Okay. No. So, well, that's a no not. then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Trish. I think that's what it means. You should be a means. census lady. <laughs> I'm just saying the obvious. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right, grand. Oh, gosh. But it's a quite a hefty form as well, isn't it? There's about 15 oh, pages chunky, in there. Chunky. Yeah. Thank God I don't have any kids or anything like that because it'll, no, it'll just should be just boom, boom, boom. Jesus. That's me, Dunzo. Take it back. You know, one question that will probably come up is, you know, how many households have you lived in prior to this? Oh, or, and I have moved so no, much same. that I'm just like to go no. back and think of all the addresses. You know what? We should get our affairs in order now. Now that we've got it, <laughs> start going through our notes, wherever yeah. we've saved our info, just get it together now. Oh, so gosh. on the night, we can just race through it. They're a bit nosy, aren't they? Where did you live? <laughs> How many people were you living with? Yeah. What religion are you? Ah, come on. So intrusive. So intrusive. <laughs> Just take my name if you must uh, and my age and maybe that's it. Also, the also, gender question is going to be tricky, oh, isn't it? Well, you know? how will it be tricky? You know what gender no, you are. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to guess. But I hope they have covered all the bases on that. I'm on the, sure they have. They? Yeah. It's 2022. Ooh, I'm kind of intrigued now to have a look. I should look, leaf through the the book. Did you do like me and just look at the front page, no, put it on the table, and that was it down it. on the couch? And I was like, I was cooking dinner as well. Like, um, she was taking ages, right? So did she come to your apartment door? Yeah. Or, or did you have to meet her no, down? No, she got that? in. She got in. Oh. She was like, because <laughs> I'm on the ground floor. In. She was like. Um, Oh, I was nearly tapping on your window to let me in, and uh, and luckily I didn't have to do that. People do do that; oh. they tap on our window to let them into the actual building itself. Oh, oh, you're on the ground floor. Ah, yeah. oh, that's a pain. Yeah, it's a pain. Oh. But anyway, I was I was actually I was making a, a delicious curry, which turned out beautiful, by the way. And Ooh, nice. uh, despite the fact that she held me up at the door while I had when I had just thrown the the turkey in. And it was on quite a high heat. So I was like, come on, like, like, lady, wrap this up, will you? I've got something on the stove here. <laughs> yeah, it does take a while. I was standing there in my robe, towel on my head. And <laughs> I, I was know. like, he was he was yeah. a little bit nervous. And yeah. there was a few stuttering, stuttering pauses. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm freezing. The door is open. Can you, ju- you're letting out the heat. <laughs> you're letting out the heat. Come yeah. on, wrap Can this I charge up. you for that? <laughs> It's an energy crisis, don't you know? Is there a form at the back that can uh, reimburse me for yeah, what I've lost? Exactly. Uh, good times, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you heard about this, about the Dublin airport charging? Basically, we're going to get more charges on the way, Trish. Just when you thought there wasn't enough. Like we haven't had enough. Yeah, I heard a little bit about this, but uh, do divulge the rest of the information. Okay, basically, this has been something that's kind of been floated. They were floating this for a while. Uh, this idea that, you know, when you go and drop someone off at the airport, there's the set down area, uh-huh. right? And you're just literally letting them off. Maybe you set them down. They get their down. bags and they go. They get their bags in the boot or whatever it might be. And they're gone. And you're gone too. So you literally spend, what, maybe 30 seconds in that set down area and then you're gone. And then for pickups, you might be waiting a couple of minutes. But again, same kind of situation. You coordinated so that the person who's coming in, arriving, um, you, you meet them 
as they're just coming out the doors yeah. and you're away again. And there's usually not a, like a backlog of traffic. There's usually, there can be, it moves pretty quickly because people are just setting down. They're just literally yeah, getting out of the yeah. car. At Christmas time and stuff like that, I, I picked my brother up um, before Christmas. There was a bit of, there was, a f- you know, a decent amount of cars, but it wasn't chock a block or causing much chaos or anything. And it moves quick it does enough, move quick. doesn't it? It moves quick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh. the powers that be mm. have decided that no, this is a little loophole all of you people have found, and you should all be paying now. So the loophole is we're dropping off, off our and picking guests, up. and that's it. Yeah, and that we're not, and we're, we shouldn't be allowed to be doing that for free. I mean, it's insane. It they insane. are literally going to start taxing us to breathe. Yeah. So uh, plans. This is yesterday. Um, they've been brought or are being brought in uh, to introduce a charge for pickup and drop-offs at Dublin Airport. People calling this a money grab, uh, saying it's very cynical. Um, the county council gave the go-ahead for planning permission yesterday. There will still be a free option, though, right? A free option? Tell me what yeah, you park outside at the roundabout and leave the people on. Pretty there. much. No, no, that was a joke. No, no, but the. <laughs> The world has gone so crazy now that things that you think are a farce, this is what they're actually proposing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so you what? know the way that there are the long-term blue and red car, car parks, parks yeah, right? Yeah. Um, they're proposing that the new set-down and pick-up areas will be over miles away in the red oh car park God. zone so that the person you're picking up will still have to get a little shuttle bus all the way to the red car park and then you can pick them up. I, so you'll have to essentially arrive at least about an hour and a half before, before. you fly yeah. because if you're going to be walking halfway across the parking lot to get back over to the the entrance. What? No, I know. It's insane. Also, what I, I haven't... How much is it, by the way? Oh, I don't know. They haven't oh. figured... I'm sure it'll be some annoying price. I like, can't be more than I, a couple quid. If they I charge up to a tenner... Depends tenor. on how long you stay, though. But if you're just dropping off, you know, literally you're just dropping off someone. It doesn't usually take more it'll than a couple of minutes. Be, I, it'll, I'd say that'll be just a tour, two euro flat fee or something. And how will they charge us all? I don't will know. Like will there be a barrier? I don't know. Ba- yeah. You know, you pick up a ticket like you would in a traditional uh, car park. You still have, I don't know. I don't, I get don't it. see people going for this. I see people still driving up unless there is a barrier. Oh, no, there will be. If it, I'm sure. There will have to be a physical barrier. Although I did work. read something that it was going to read your number plate, so maybe it'll be like the M50 oh, no. toll, so that you'll have to pay it the next day. Log okay. into a website. Oh and my god, know. I hate it already. <laughs> Do you know what else they'll add? A late fee. Late, so of if course. you don't pay, it'll oh, double. No. Oh no. Oh no. What gosh. is this country t- coming to? Anyway, these people have been sharing their reactions to this crazy news. Because of how far it is to come in t- to the airport, we always get a taxi, so we're dropped right at the door. And I think that shouldn't be allowed. I really do think it shouldn't be allowed. No, no, because, like I say, it's just going to, like, cause a whole pile up. 
You know, people like just standing there and then what about the elderly people? It's like I was just dropping my mom off inside and it's like there's people there with like twin buggies, babies. You, you can't do that. You know, walking difficulties, peripheral neuropathy and that. And um, over a year and a half ago, I was nursing his foot for well over a year. So he still has those issues, hence the special shoes there. Mm. And um, for people in wheelchair, even more again, you know, um, that should be all, I believe, taken into consideration. It's not great. Like, it's hard enough to stop as it is to, to try and get in. But how are the technique going to do this? I don't know. It just sounds a bit it sounds a bit greedy, to be honest. It's not causing anyone trouble. It's, and it's not causing anyone uh, distress or anything like that. So I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's outrageous. And they charge you for everything and installs everywhere. You have to pay for absolutely everything in this country. It seems like a money grab from DAA. Yeah, um, as regards the, the fee for it, I, I want to know um, what it's going to be, actually. And uh, it always was very handy to drop somebody off at the airport, so it's probably a retrograde step then, you know. So. And then we have more expense when we get to the airport and then buying your flight. So where is it going to stop? It's not going to stop. Where is it going to stop, That's what the answer is. There is no stop. You know, I did not think of that. What about people who are disabled, who might, you know, people with children, buggies, what's supposed to walk? You're hardly dropping them off to the red zone and just expecting uh, an eight-year-old person just make their own way on the little shuttle bus. I mean, it's... It's just so ridiculous. I think this is going to end up like those water charges. What's going to happen is nobody is going to pay this and we're going to find ways around it and then they're going to say, oh, it didn't work, so you know what? Let's just forget about it. Yeah. Or else, like, (laughs) I don't know. Whenever there's a chance to make to squeeze money out of people in this country. Everything in the airport is already so expensive. expensive. Yeah. So where are those taxes and charges going? Can they not just make up for it in another way? No. Like, also, so if you want to get a taxi, I'm just thinking, because they did mention a taxi. um, If you want to get a taxi to the door, will the taxi man have to incur this little charge well, you will probably and then be he'll be adding that on to the fare to fare yeah we'll be charged way more now oh come on it just makes no sense it's everywhere you look they really are trying to just and it's, like bleed us dry it's not like the the transport links to the airport are great to begin with so a car is like the only option for a lot of people I know? know yeah I know so what do you suggest what do you think we should I, do? Just just not pay it? Scrap it. No, I think they're going to have... I think, uh, as you say, they're going to have to do... They're going to have to roll back on this and say, oh, after further consultation and consideration of all the, the needs, uh, we've actually decided to not do this. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's what they do. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. Not one person in that uh, Vox said they no, were okay that was a good idea. No, 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 no. Nobody's going to think it's no. good. We're already paying like bloody and whatever th- it is for petrol. Imagine, oh no. my God. And there's, they're like, t- they're wrapping it in this guise of, um, oh, it's better for the environment if everyone just takes the bus to the airport. But you're, come- how would you come on? Don't it's not break. possible for everybody to take the bus. That's no. not. That's not. It's not a reality. It, it isn't. No. And the, the bus as well kind of leaves you off a little bit far. Like the bus Can isn't do. bringing it, it to the door. <laughs> <laughs> your taxi would just bring you to the door. The you get one. your bag and you get out. I know. Or your know. lift. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And even getting the buses now, I'd say the bus will increase in price because Probably. if they're going to have to pay to get in. Oh well, they're Lord. in a different. They're in a slightly different area. This would be literally just the ones that. Are, are dropping off at the front yeah, door. At the front door. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Anyway, I mean, at every corner, they're trying to screw us, Trish. (laughs) I know. What do you think of this? Do you think we should be paying or not? I know everybody's (laughs) going to be like, no. It's not even a question. (laughs) How do we stop this? Let us know. How do we stop it? Protest. Protest. Protest the cows. There we go. Yeah, that's our protest outside the airport. (laughs) Yeah, ground all the flights. Yeah, over the charges. But if we, you know what, they slowly increase all of these little things, and we just get we just get used to it. We just accept it because it's happening so slowly and so gradually. We're not even you know kicking up a fuss. Now is the time Now's when the we're time. exactly now we Take put our foot street. down. That's right. Protests all around. <laughs> this is Room One Hundred Four FM One Hundred Four. It's Room One Hundred Four, and it's Trish and Kev here with you. How we doing? Did all right. That's all right. Good. That's good. I had a shower before I came on the show, so I'm all feeling all like limber and. Not sleepy, but you know when you do feel sleepy. I, I feel see it in your eyes. All right, okay, you got me. <laughs> it's, I admit it. It's the warm shower, the yeah. steam. Mm. It loosens up the muscles. That's right. Like when I do want to sleep, that's what I do. I just kind of, you know, go in, let the water run over me, and I have the best sleep ever. You made a really horrible mistake because we're put on did. at midnight. What are we gonna do? I know. Don't worry, we'll get you a cup of coffee. Or yeah, something. I will. I definitely will have yeah. one. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And you'll be all right, uh, Kev. Yes. Have you seen the dramas that have been taking place on social media? Oh, the dramas never stop on they, social media, Trish. They never stop. They never stop. But some more than others have okay. gripped the nation. <laughs> That's right. What specific <laughs> dramas have you got in mind? Um, how big are you on the TikTok front? Are you? Would you be on it a lot? Would you daily, be a lot daily of user, yeah. but not like not not as heavy a user now as I was. During the pandemic Yeah pretty much Right Same So although I do find it interesting To kind of pass the time Even on the weekends I'm like ah yay Before you know it You're on there for two hours And you don't know how it happened It's it's starting to get a bit repetitive though I find Do you find that Like I'm just seeing this Because you're not liking stuff Kev We had this conversation I told you I never like And never follow Well then your algorithm Doesn't know what to do with you So you are going to keep seeing the same thing I don't want the algorithm To know too much about me but even, even, really? Yeah. I don't mind because I do want to see what I like. So I don't mind, you know, it They knowing. know anyway, depending on how long you stay on a video or if you skip straight away or if you stay on it or if you then go into their profile. They'll know enough from you not li- liking things, Trish. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. So they know enough, but the fact you're getting the same kinds of videos would prove to you that it isn't working your theory. Anyways, but look, you know, you can keep liking or not liking. Each it's their own. It's your life. Each it's your their life. own. You each do you. Own. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have been hooked on the new drama with uh, Lance, who is Modern Warrior. Now, over the pandemic, Modern Warrior was this guy who... Um, uh, basically, he's gained a massive following. He's got about 2.1 million followers now at the moment. Okay, what uh, did he do? He posted content about being Native American and obviously we were going through, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and how people were being treated in America and different nationalities and the Native Americans were on the bandwagon as well and it was great. You know, we were all really supporting him. There was everybody like... He was very passionate in his videos. Okay. Very, very... Emotive? Emotive. Yeah, he just pulled it out of you. know What would he say? He's just, you know, talking about his plight. He's a very intelligent guy as well. So his videos weren't just, you know, a meme or... Okay. Uh, or maybe just <laughs> Or maybe just a, an inspirational quote. Yeah. They were full-on textbooks kind of theories he was breaking down and it was really interesting. I felt like, and I think the 2.1 million followers also felt like he was doing it in such a okay. way it made it personable. I was all for it. You know, I was like, yes, man. I nearly wanted to move 
move over to America and help the bloody Native Americans because <laughs> I was like this is okay. the time he was right? helping him their plight it was it was amazing it was incredible I thought this was this is well done Lance has now got a lot of followers and um, with, he's fo- been, with a lot of followers comes a lot of ladies uh-huh, right? groupies I don't know what you, you call them groupies we call them women that are in love I can understand <laughs> I can understand is that what you call them <laughs> right I can understand from seeing his videos why women would probably fall for him. Like, he's very dashing. charming. Is he he's dashing? A, he is dashing. He's got a very chiseled jawline. Okay, <laughs> you know? Okay. He's very... Um, He's very warm and he's very welcoming. He's very inviting. So when you're watching his videos, you do maybe you, you know some other in. woman is like getting those FFs. You know they might feel oh yeah, <laughs> I feel it in my loins for you, Lance. <laughs> well, Lance hooked up with this girl called Chelsea. Right? Uh-huh. Chelsea is an American. Uh, yeah. She actually used to live over in the UK. She used to be on the comedic scene, and mm. she moved back to America. I know all about Chelsea. This is the thing. I'm following the whole story. It's dramatic. Wow. So Chelsea moves back to America. Yeah. She sees Lance online and she decides that she's going to text him meet up with him and they start a relationship and they're going back and forth she flies from the state she's in and goes to go visit Lance and they have this whole thing a relationship they hook up right okay yeah after they hooked up it all went Pete belly down. up yeah because another woman posted a uh-huh. video that she has been having an affair with Lance and she has got videos from so many other women outing him saying he's not he's not in a relationship with he's you a he's player. a serial player well Chelsea a woman scorned I tell you oh, she didn't scorned. take kindly to this she didn't take kindly to this no. but it's the it's the the emotions and the acting skills that she put into the TikTok video to bash Lance that everybody has been talking about. Chelsea went on this rampage about, you know, my womb, Lance. I gave you my womb. You have to listen to it. Okay, I have a little bit of okay, a please. clip because this is amazing. This is good. It's dramatic. Okay. It's not only the fact that she was, you know, crying or she looked like she was squeezing out the tears. You could see it. It was just a dramatic performance. There was a ring light in the back. The light all set a perfect ambiance and she's standing in front of the her mirror. You know she's in front of a mirror and she's standing there and she's crying and she's like, oh, my boom, Lance. You should have seen the comments, but yeah, here's Chelsea and I'll continue the story afterwards. I have an ache that lives deep in my womb, Lance. What? You fucking knew! <laughs> it's really hard to build up. And, and, and it was very mutual. It was very mutual. And I still think it's mutual. It's really hard when we build up and build up. And there's a precedent set of, a, of, of so much flirtation and sexy stuff. Um, and I made a big sacrifice. I made a big sacrifice to buy a ticket to come see you because I really, really... <laughs> really trusted you. I really, really <laughs> believed. And I hope I somehow still believe it was really special that this guy was different. That he was gonna see how much care I have in me and how much love I have in my heart and he was gonna see it. And finally he was somebody was gonna give it back to me. Cause Lance, I don't wanna be chasing your attention when you give it to three million people all the time. Three million people who didn't know who you were six months ago. I knew. I knew and I believed in you. I saw your potential and I still see it. When you didn't see it. And I really still believe in it. And I would like to feel 
like the same priority to somebody else. Cause I feel like a second thought. I feel like a second thought. That's what I feel like. Cause you say you have a detached attachment style. Then what are you doing to fix that? What are you doing to work past that? That is just one of wow. several and videos. And the Oscar goes to I mean, that crazy lady. The performance was just like this woman is working for that Oscar. Oh, working, <laughs> working hard for it, Trish. So, needless to say, after we see that, we thought, okay, maybe this is going to be the end of it. She wants yeah. Lance to take responsibility for her womb and her her giving it to him. And she needed to vent publicly for some reason. And okay, and that was at the end. Then the, no, oh. every. Every day there's another little extra to this oh. story. So then Lance has to come back. Oh, he had to have his two cents. Of course. He offered his apology, which, again, soft lighting background, oh, little soft glow on the face, ring light, dramatic pauses, and here perfectly done. It just looked so staged. So this is Lance's apology. Oh, God. Hello, beautiful people. Oh. I just want to take a second to apologize. To Chelsea, I'm very sorry that our friendship has come to this. I'm very sorry for not being the effective communicator that I wanted to be. And most importantly, I'm extremely sorry for the pain that I've caused you. Nothing I can say will remedy that. And to everyone else, I'm sorry I let you down. I do hope, though, you will give me the grace to grow and learn from this opportunity. Have a good day. Hands out reach to the camera. Sounds like he's so reading a script. I know, they both are reading They're a script. They're both reading a script? I, I feel like they both are yeah. reading a script. They wrote this down and they rehearsed and maybe did a few takes and chose those as and the one they posted. What's with the, what's with the constant dramatic pauses? Dramatic pauses are there because they're supposed to be used sparingly to actually give a bit of gravitas to the situation. But when you just start saying... I wish to apologize to all of the people. Ah, come on. Stop. Come on. Get on with it. Yeah. It's not how people speak. That's what you would think, right? Now, there's another added person into this. There's, there's videos flying up everywhere. Really? There's videos all over the yeah. place. It's hard to people kind can't of keep get track. Of this. We can't get enough. It is just too dramatic this to leave a, down. This is what right? modern day soap operas have become, isn't it? That's what most people are saying. They're not watching EastEnders anymore. No, They're not no. watching Hollyoaks. Yeah. Who What's cares about Neighbours? No, no. Hanson crew. Hanson, <laughs> Chelsea and their drama. Yeah. That wasn't enough for Chelsea though. You know, the po- apology wasn't enough. She wanted more. She wanted more. Lance, yeah, she one wanted more. Lance to really feel what she was going through. She wanted him to get it, you know? So she decides to get on to other people on social media and start sending them messages and saying, you know, he's a dog, he's a dirtbag, and she's really going for it. Some of these people are, obviously, they want to get involved and they want to bash Lance because she, they're feeling Chelsea's pain. And one of these women decided to put up a video online and bash him. And she started using words that, you shouldn't be using, accusing him of doing things that he wasn't doing. So, of course, oh. Lance is now 
seen the videos, they're going viral and issues a video saying, I am going to slap you with a lawsuit. My oh. lawyers are coming for you. You cannot say these things. Now, the things she was saying, I can't even play them. It was just, it was, she was okay. going off. Really? Her name, her name suitably is Aunt Karen online. So Aunt Karen, after she gets word that he, she's going to go to court, the lawyers are after her now mm. and you have to retract. Oh she decided God. to put up an apology. So Aunt Karen has inserted herself into the drama when she wasn't even in it in the first place. <laughs> so Aunt Karen now has to release an apology because she is scared and terrified the lawyers are coming for her. So I wanted to start this video off with acknowledging that Chelsea did me. Um, she knew the stories of others and she knew that utilizing them and leveraging them and then manipulating me would make her louder. Chelsea knew that at the end, she was going to fall back on herself and any person of color take the fall. The thing is that there are people who are genuinely hurt by the actions of another person. Genuinely hurt. And Chelsea leveraged their hurt to push her own hurt higher. I know that I... What? Kevin, what are Kevin, they on about? You were missing oh, out. Oh, my God. So this whole they thing, need to get a grip. Need to get a grip. But it made me wonder, why do people overshare this much? Is it for the attention? Is it for the drama? Is it that maybe these people are just missing out on an acting career that, you know, they're, they're trying to relive it because they were, they want, they were destined to be on the stage and it never happened. So this is the only way they could relive it. You, well, you, said, you said Chelsea was... Uh, a comedian? A comedian. Or, okay. Failed comedian. We've seen ah. some of her sketches now because obviously there are people who are on Lance's side who are still oh, very wow. much like, look, you flew halfway across America to go sleep with this guy. Do you <laughs> really think it was just you that he was, you know, hooking up with? He's now at the height of his fame. He's, yeah. he's running riot here yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are kind of like on Lance's side and saying, do you, man? But... That wasn't even the worst of it. So she put up another video basically saying he, he slept with her with a no condom. So oh. that was another oh, string to the drama. Oh my God, it never ends. It really never ends. And it's it's quite shocking to watch it unfold because I don't think she's acting in the sense that I think she really feels upset about what he did to her. But how she is portraying it and how she is acting it out online, it just makes it seem a little bit contrived. Of course. <laughs> you don't think there's any part of her that's going, okay, here's my chance for a few bucks or, you know. Or views. Views, but do views equal dollars? I don't really understand. To a certain extent, if you're in the like TikTok creator fund or whatever, if you're, it doesn't matter what you're creating, if you're getting a lot of views on your videos. You've spoken about this TikTok creator fund before. Sure, I, I don't what? know anything about it. I just, <laughs> but you keep just, mentioning it. Yeah, no, I feel I know like you're an authority it. on this. Tell no. me more about this creator fund. Don't ask me the ins and outs. No, I don't know the ins and outs of the creator fund. I just know that if you are big on TikTok yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have a certain amount of followers and a certain 
certain amount of views, views on, on their videos, video. then you can actually apply to TikTok to be a part of their creator fund. And that wow. creator fund, being a part of it, it's like a club. Uh-huh. So they give you, you a know, salary? Th- not, not, not so much a salary, but I think you do get a little bit of a lump sum. Maybe this, I, again, I don't know the ins and outs. If it's on based on every video, you might get something for each video or do they give you a lump sum or is it like a yearly thing or a monthly thing? But I do know they get money being a part of it. And they kind of shove your videos up as well, mm. up to the top of the, the feed chain. before you chain. So yeah, once you're a part of it, it's like this cool club that, yeah, you get okay. money and your view, your videos get seen. That makes a lot of sense. Because you do see a lot of people doing these explainer videos of oh, how I make X amount on my laundromat every month or whatever it might be. I don't see anyone doing the how much I actually make from TikTok a month. I'm going to have to search those videos. That's out. probably, it would show up in your algorithm if you'd like something. No, I Because <laughs> if I did, I'll get content like Lance and these other freaks. No, no, no. Who doesn't want to get content like this? Oh, no. That would, oh, you have no idea how much I would hate that to see this, these people and their lives. No, thanks. No, well, no, no. Some people are making money out of it and have actually turned social media drama into making music, songs, like full-on albums. There's this guy who earlier on in the pan early on in the pandemic, so I'd say around about yeah, the second lockdown, he decided to go on Facebook and find because Facebook is great. Facebook is like there are whole groups where dramas are just happening in the comments. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, you could get lost in it. Kev, there is there's one, there's a mother and baby group where the mothers are just going off on each other oh for God. all different reasons. There are couples groups as well where advice is being thrown left, right and centre. Like you are missing out if you're not on some of these. I'm just a passerby observer. that just observes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or just a nosy person who wants... Well, if you're going to put free, it out there. Free goss. Free drama for you. If you're putting it out there for the world to see, I'm sorry. People are going to tune in for the drums. And now it's like this whole, there's a chain here, you know, there's a storyline. So you need to kind of follow up with what's happening next. But does no part of you think that you're being played? You're being played and they're all this is all a complete fake it's all cap basically Mm. I would believe it was all cap if so many people and so many other women who weren't even on TikTok it could be an elaborate thing and if it is I'm here for it it's been very good you're happy so if somebody said to you in the morning oh you know all that's a fake and it's set up and they're all in on it and sharing the profits you'd be like oh cool would you know you wouldn't you'd be like what we all cool no, no I don't not. think so I think people have done their research and there's there's other there's other videos backing up that Chelsea has in the past pulled stunts like this with other guys uh, when this she was living thing. over in the UK so this is her thing oh, no. again yeah. this is her niche this her is her niece but she's ISP. but she's found TikTok now as the platform that obviously she's getting a lot more views so she's you know going for it she's hamming it up just that little bit more but the guy I told you about um, Lou Pale, Lou Ballin is his name? Lou Ballin, yeah. He started making songs and videos with just the conversations that are going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And one of his more famous ones, you might have heard it, was uh, <laughs> to do with, you might have heard it, it was Helen. She got on Facebook to bash Caroline. These are two older women. She got on Facebook to bash Caroline who stole her broccoli casserole recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and Helen 
was not happy. No. Helen was on Facebook going, damn you, Caroline. And then obviously lots of other people getting involved. What did Caroline do to you, Helen? And all the typos, everything, he all includes those in the video oh, yeah, as yeah. well. There is a guy who does sketches uh, based on Facebook Marketplace, which is exactly like that. He acts out the comments of the conversations of people just trying to buy a stereo or trying to buy, you know, something that some random bed frame or whatever. And yeah, like that, just the the nuttiness of people and their replies is quite something to behold, especially when you see somebody acting it out. It is, it's... And the beating of the chest. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to hear a bit of Lou Ballin's Caroline? Go on, go on. (laughs) Okay. And him fading into the background. You know the thing about all these dramas now? Now I've got these weird random phrases stuck in my head and I'm going around the house just randomly shouting, yeah, ooh, Caroline. (laughs) I'll never say Caroline the same again because of Lou. And also Chelsea with the, you fucking knew. Oh my God. You knew. Now anybody says anything to me, I'm going to be like, you knew. (laughs) My womb, lens. Oh my god! Imagine saying that, okay. saying that out loud, it's posting it. Stuff. These people have no shame. Trish. No shame. No shame. But I did want to kind of, you know, find out what it is about this oversharing kind of thing. Like, what, what, what is really pushing behind people? It. Yeah, what is the psychology behind it? Because I do think there must be something. I gotta say, it's it's for me. I'm a cynic. I know that it's all about the likes. It's all about trying to get be outrageous and. You know, controversy controversy creates cash. But when you're putting your your life out there like that, do you want to use? Can you not just make up something like? Would you would you want to use your real life drama real time to make money? I, yeah, and I think, yeah. Like future I, employees are going to see. Employers are going to see this. Your family is going to see it. You know, your partner, whoever, you know, those people who are in your life, your friends, imagine what your friends are going to think of you after seeing you put something up like that. Do you have friends after that? Yeah, I don't know. I think it could all just get lost as well in the ether and maybe people just don't put as much importance on things like that anymore, you know? That, oh, what if your boss sees it or I don't know, do people care? I thought we would have moved on from that. Because the Americans are, are different, though. They're very open and very just. They're up for it, and they don't care. I'm glad you said that because there are also British dramas going on as well. Really? There's stuff happening over there. There's a whole woman, a whole woman that put up a video on live of her fella accusing her of cheating on her, and she was like, "I can't believe he said I slept with." Okay, that's an American accent, but <laughs> I can't do the British accent. Yeah. 
but she Real brought this Jerry whole Jerry slept with me and he you know and he's accusing me of stuff on live and now that is there for everybody to see and obviously somebody recorded the live because now it's being touted around online I saw one um, yesterday or the day before talk about oversharing there was this girl who went on a two minute rant about how her greatest wish in life was to hold a guy's while he's peeing oh I swear to you and it's like this whole other little sub community of in TikTok I know but she kept going on and on about how it would feel and what and yeah and this video blew up it had thousands of comments and likes so I do think it's about creating that little bit of something that'll make you go what you know okay that'll make people stay on your video well a study has been conducted by Gwendolyn Seedman of Albright College and she has she's um, uh, got a degree in um, computers and human behaviour and she's decided to examine basically how people are reacting with Facebook and why are they oversharing because we all want to know yeah I definitely want to know and she said people are nuts people are expressing their true selves Right? True self. So the true self is a concept first named in 2002. The idea that we possess qualities we'd like to be recognized for, but that we normally find ourselves unable to express in our day-to-day life. For instance, someone with a pathological inability to express human, simple human kindness to others might still want to be thought of as a nice guy. So they will happily put that out there and make maybe a passionate video about why they're a nice guy. Because even though they might not be a nice guy, they want people to perceive them this way. So it's like, it's it's how they think people are perceiving them. Even though we're seeing them as a little bit naughty, they think they're being perceived in a different way. Do you understand what I mean? But isn't your true self the one that you... Is your true self. No, it's the one that people see the way you act around others mm. isn't that kind of or you know how you interact with people isn't that your most true self not how you are in front of a camera in front of a screen that you know it's it's all going to be thrown out into the social media verse you know yeah. that's that's fake to me just being ranting in front of a camera no but how you are in real life talking to your friends and yeah, your family yeah interacting in society that's more of a reflection of your true self, I would have thought. Well, not according to Gwendolyn Seedman. She said the new study found that people who felt that they were more truly themselves online were more likely to communicate with others on Facebook, disclose things about themselves and post emotional updates about frustrations or drama. So we're all going to be living on the metaverse now uh, <laughs> in a couple of years anyway. See, this is like a, a metaverse Starbucks that somebody I saw somebody's working at a uh, Metaverse Starbucks Uh, I don't even know how this works but (gasps) they get off school log on to the Metaverse and start working at Starbucks so they're selling virtual coffee I guess so and are people buying the virtual coffee I guess so too wow I know and he does he get paid? I think real money like, or meta meta dollars, coins yeah. or whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Wow! I know. And is that just how life is going to be? We're all just going to be in our sitting rooms with a headset on, and we're going to be living our lives in a virtual reality. Some of us will, but the rest of us <laughs> might not. Might 
you know, choose not to go down that path. Have you ever tried out in one of those VR headsets? Only to play a PlayStation game and it was pretty cool, I gotta say. Actually, there was another thing. I did like this tour uh, and you put on this headset and you became this Viking guy. That was pretty cool. What about you? I have tried it once. Um, I went over to a friend's house and they have the whole setup and it is very realistic. Yeah. By God, you really feel like you're in this world. But like, you do need the space to be able to walk. Setup. Oh, really? What like, do you, you have? Know, the, the, the wall, like, he basically had a room dedicated to this. He's a bit no. of a gamer. Yeah. Um, so he kind of built a little room. He has the headset. He has a gamer chair. He has yeah. the whole thing. So, and this, <laughs> in the chair, the chair can vibrate. Oh so when you're God. sitting down, whatever is happening in, in the metaverse or the, this VR world, it happens in the chair and you're jiggling (laughs) and when you stand up he has like a board thing that like essentially you can run on it's like a um, a static treadmill but just with one one direction loop just just like one loop you know one loop yeah the treadmill yeah Yeah, just like that without the the handlebars of the Ah. treadmill just on the floor okay and so when you're standing on it you're walking on it just like you would in In real life and you're yeah you think you're moving in in the game it was so crazy really what were you playing what like it wasn't even like he was playing something and he was like do you just want to see what you know it's like and I wasn't actually playing anything I was just in this world where I was walking around you can go through like Narnia walk through <laughs> this door you know see yeah you're seeing animals like people are talking to you while you're in there like it, insane crazy I only had it on for about five minutes and I thought wow yeah, it's we have come it. a long way from 3D or 3D screens That's, Super Mario yeah I know. Super expensive, though, to invest in that kind of no, lifestyle. True, but maybe true. it's the way forward if we're, you know, going to be working in virtual shops and <laughs> earning our money that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope oh. we don't have to work in a virtual petrol station where the prices are just like 300,000 euros a, a litre. Oh, and my God. <laughs> do you think in the virtual world, inflation will also be a thing? Possibly. <laughs> but, but you can just like restock up your lives, your hearts. There you go. <laughs> like, Ideal. Or restock up your bank. I don't know. Right, plug uh, me in. <laughs> okay, so we'll plug you in and maybe after Belters only we can have another little chat about this. We're back. It's Trish and Kev here of a lovely Wednesday night. Hump That's of the right. week. Hump of the week. Oh, hump of the week. Yes. Woo. Although... The week ahead, weather-wise, I just wouldn't... Don't bother looking at your weather apps because it'll only depress you. Oh, no. Yeah. Well. It's not going to be great. Hopefully by the time our Paddy's Day rolls around... Yeah. Might get some sun for that. Ooh, next week. Yeah. Oh, fun times. Um, is there going to be like a proper parade? Oh, yeah. And that's back. back. It's a whole festival, Trish. Ah, There's yes. loads of things going on. Lovely. Yeah, Lovely. it's going to be good. Yes, indeed. Uh, okay, are we ready to play Minefield? Or no? Not yet. Not okay. yet. We're going to read it. <laughs> we will be playing Minefield <laughs> well, in a tiny did, little bit. What we um, did do is get a, a text from uh, Lewis. He says, Happy home day, Trish and Kev. Lewis here. Would you please say a big hello to me? I'm at home listening to Room 104 in my bed. Is there any chance you could please play Gail ABCDEFU? So there you go. We'll try and get that on for you, Lewis. We'll do our no best. problem. Hope you're enjoying the bedroom. Oh yeah, imagine bedroom jams. Tuck, nicely tucked up in bed now, Trish. 
good times. It would be yeah. good. It would be good. <laughs> we could may as well just bring a mattress in here. Not a bad <laughs> shout. You know, not a bad shout. <laughs> it feels like we're here all the time, which is good. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. we're keeping you entertained. Yes, indeed. Are you entertained? <laughs> this program may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of eighteen only. Discretion is advised. This is Room 104. FM 104. And we're back. It's Room 104 with Trish and Kev. And now it's time for our quiz game. Yes, Kev, what kind of questions have you got for us? Have we got some really easy questions? Have we got some really hard questions? I'll give you a sneak peek here. Uh, What's a good one? What was the one that I was particularly proud of? Oh, no, I can't say that one. Um... Okay. Oh yeah. Here's one for you. What uh who has been announced as the international guest of honor at this year's St. Patrick's Day parade oh, in Dublin? Okay. That's a good one, isn't it? Yes, I do know that one. Do you? I do. Are you sure you do? It was on the ads. Which ads? On the FM one oh four ads. Was it? Yeah, we've been talking about the St. Patrick, I know I asked earlier and I was like, is the parade on? Uh, yes, I have heard. Okay, <laughs> I right. momentarily forgot. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I won't say anything. Hello, Stephen. Hey, all right. How are you doing? Hey, Stephen, yeah. how's it going? All good, all good. Great. Where are you calling from tonight? Uh, Cabra. Oh, nice one. How's things over there? All good, yeah. Great. You ready? you ready to play? And what are yeah. you getting up to? Maybe you're watching telly or you're reading a book or you're cooking some dinner. I'm playing golf on my phone with us. Oh, on the phone. Phone golf. Yeah. Interesting. Nice one. Um, is that like a Tiger Woods kind of thing? or how's it, It's still called WGT. Okay. It's brilliant. Nice one. And you're a keen golfer off out, outside of the phone yeah. sphere. I am indeed, yeah. Oh, yeah. very good. Very good. What's your What's your handicap? Well, it was 12 there a couple of years ago, but I haven't played now in probably years. But it was down, down a bit, probably nine or something. That's, a, that's pretty good, isn't it? Mm. Oh, fair play. Right. You don't have no idea. No, Do I don't. But I, all I know in <laughs> golf, the lower the better. Am I right, Stephen? True. That's it. That's okay. it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what's your handicap? <laughs> he has no idea. Okay, Stephen, you have the great choice of either picking myself to ask you the questions or Kevin. Pardon? Uh, you asked him. Ah, okay. okay. All right. And my questions, I, I, look, I always think they're good. Oh, I have to keep the score. I wasn't keeping score last week, so I have to, okay. Please do. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. Stephen, I'm okay. rooting for you. You're trying to get as many correct answers as possible from one to ten. And you could be in with a chance of winning a 25-year Justine no, voucher. All right. Look after Please. your little bit of, you know, meals for the weekend. All right, we'll crack into it then, shall we? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Number one. What is a group of bunnies called? Is it A, a fluffle, B, a pack, or C, a herd? I think it's a fluff. Fluffle or something that's called, isn't it? You're very right. It oh is a fluffle. God. It's the cutest thing, isn't it? Oh, that's oh, the official term. Bunnies. Yeah. A fluffle. A fluffle. F L U F F L E. So the next time you see a group of bunnies, wherever that may be, watch out for that fluffle. <laughs> in the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> what did they? What were they called? <laughs> God, I'm glad they got rid of that. Mm. Now, number two, what did Google hire to get a street view of the desert? Was it A, a desert dweller, B, a drone? 
or C, a camel? Give it them three again. So, it was what did Google hire to get a street view of the desert? Was it A, a desert dweller, B, a drone, or C, a camel? Well, it wouldn't be a desert dweller because he'd, be, he'd have to have a bucket of water for walking around the desert. Hmm. Wouldn't be a drone. I'm going to go for a camel for a laugh. And you would be correct. What? It is a camel. They strapped a st- the camera, this big like camera. You know, you've you've seen the yeah. Google Street View cameras going past every now and again, um, and they strap it to the top of the camel and just let the camel roam. No yeah. way, yeah. that is insane. It's pretty cool. I was nearly certain it was going to be a drone, but then it might overheat in the sun. Yeah. Or the wow. camera would be too big, I think, for a drone. Like you'd need oh, a li- li- like a little mini helicopter nearly if you were going to get you know a and drone if, type thing. What if the camel just wanders around, doesn't really go? That's the point. <laughs> okay. He should wander around. Okay, well, I hope they got get... more than one. I'd say they have a few okay. camels lined okay. up it's in Google. different parts. They can afford it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good job, Doing so well far. Doing well so far, Stephen. Well, well done. done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number three. What's longer, a nautical mile or a regular mile? Nautical. Hold on. Is that, that's your answer? Yeah. Say it again. What is longer? Is it a nautical mile or a regular mile? Just a mile. Ooh. What is a nautical mile? Can't tell. On the seas. Um, we'll go for nautical. And you would be correct. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, a nautical mile is 1.15 miles. So Really? Yeah, it's okay. longer than a mile. So very good. You're just guessing them now and you're getting through it. Of course, it. yeah. Of course, <laughs> you're guessing, yeah. Well done. Well done. Okay. Number four. Which country in the world is believed to have the most miles of motorway? Is it A, China, B, New Zealand, or C, Japan? Oh, Lots of miles of a motorway. I go for China probably because there's loads of them, billions and billions of them. There's plenty of roads. <laughs> I like your logic. Is that what you use? Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'll go for China. Yeah. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> there's loads of them, sir. There's loads of roads. Well, yeah, when I heard New roads. Zealand, I was like, come on. It could be New Zealand. New Zealand has vast lands. Oh, stop, Trish. <laughs> New Zealand Two little wisps of an island together. New Zealand? Yeah, two tiny little islands I don't know what their motorways are like (laughs) Anyway Right What is rappers P. Diddy's real name? Is it A. Sean Brush B. Sean Combs Or C. Sean Diddy Sean Brush Johnny Brush <laughs> Could be Sean Diddy That's as well That's brushy yeah. I <laughs> Sean Combs Well done Well done go. Yeah it wasn't Sean Brush It was Sean Combs This is a clean sweep here Stephen Five out of oh. five so far Hey 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 Don't, don't say that yet Yeah Alright number six When did Big Brother first air on Channel 4 Was it 99 Was it the year 2000 Or was it the year 2001 Give it them years again. Was it 1999, 2000, or 2001? Oh, I got for 99. Oh, you just lost your streak. Damn! Oh. <laughs> it was the year 2000. 2000. Yeah, the, oh, the dawn of the millennium. Yeah. We were all sitting down watching other people doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, much like right now. Remember Craig? Remember Craig? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. 
and Nasty Nick. Oh, Nasty yeah. Nick. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see what happened to them now. Like, where are they now? Do you know, I know uh, that Irish girl who was in the first one, Anna, some, Anna, she's working um, in RT or something. I can't remember. Oh, I, she's not a nun. She's a nun she one. was a nun, but then she got into TV and now I saw her recently. I can't remember where oh, she's yeah. working, but... Some yeah. talk show she's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So there you go. Well, there you go. You just didn't get the year right, but that's yeah. all right. We're still in the game. Still, right. yeah. Number seven. Which colour pill does Neo swallow in The Matrix? Was it A, the red pill? Was it B, the blue pill? Or was it C, the green pill? Mm, I think it was the blue. Sure, it was blue. Okay, is that your final answer? I go blue. No, 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 no. It was, it was the red pill. Oh, and there was definitely no. no green pill. I just threw that in no, to no. throw you off. <laughs> so he takes the red he one. took the to, red pill. Okay, okay. So the blue one would make you go back and forget any of that happened. And then he obviously. The red one took the got red him one. into the matrix. Mm, okay, okay. That was a tough one. Huh? I didn't know. Hard, yeah, it was hard. It was the blue one. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'm glad that you guys approve of my questions this week. Thank you very much. Yeah, not bad. Not bad this week, Drew. Okay. <laughs> Number eight. Gouda is a popular cheese originating from which country? Is it A, Sweden, B, France, or C, the Netherlands? Gouda. What's called Gouda? Gouda. You know Gouda cheese? G-O-U-D-A. Gouda. G-O-U-D-A. Gouda. I've never heard of it. Oh, you're not a again? cheese lover, are you? It is A, Sweden, B, France, or C, the Netherlands. Mm, we go with. Gotta press you for an answer. We go, France. Oh, you would be incorrect. Oh, it's the oh, Netherlands. No. The Netherlands love the Gouda. Steve, it's all going Pete Tong here. God, that's, you owe your mouth half a five. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm keeping yeah. on. Say nothing now. Say nothing. You're right. wrecking his streak. <laughs> okay. All right, number nine. What language is spoken in Brazil? Is it A, Spanish, B, Portuguese, or C, Brazilian? Uh, Portuguese. Very good. Well done. I was throwing you off at the Brazilian there. There's no such thing. Well, obviously, if you're from Brazil, you are Brazilian, but it's not the language. It's Portuguese. And your final answer. What? what, How many has he got correct so far? Uh, He's only got three wrong. Yeah, Yeah. so you got one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. And your final question, Stephen, tonight is, who is next in line to the British throne after Queen Elizabeth II? Is it A, Prince William, B, Prince Charles, or C, Prince Harry? Oh, hold on. I'd say I have to be Charles on there. I don't know. You tell me. Prince Charles. Is that what you're going with? You go Prince Charles, yeah. Sure about that? Positive. (laughs) Good job. Well done. It is Prince Charles. Prince Harry isn't even a prince anymore. And no. Prince William is the son. He's no, not even a prince they, anymore. They took off the HRH. So it's, it's, it's the prince part not gone as well. I don't know. I thought once a prince, prince always a prince. No, well, I think he left the country and decided and a blaze that he didn't of glory. <laughs> he went with his new wifey and said bye. Okay. Um, I think Charles is coming to Ireland soon, actually. Is he? Yeah. For a little visit, I know. So excited. All right, Stephen, you t- <laughs> I, I think you did pretty well. Seven out of ten yeah, there. That should be all right. Hopefully. I think it should be all right. That, we'll see, though. Yeah. We'll see what happens. See what happens. See what happens. Anything can happen on this game, but that's a that's pretty it. good score. Yeah. Well done, Stephen. Well, thanks. We'll keep you, you posted. Take it easy. Cheers.
Now, coming up next, we will have our second contestant. Uh-huh. And obviously, it's going to be yours. I yes. can't wait to hear your questions. because I put a lot boy. of effort in uh, this week, Trisha. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, go on. Don't, this is not a reflection on you. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into my questions, and I'm very proud of them. Very so good. best of luck to you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whatever gets me. Okay. Right. I do Thanks love the that. song. Do you love the song? Yes, now we're we back to Minefield. Yes. And we've got our second caller. Grania, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Good. Grania, where are you? It sounds like you're kind of <laughs> out and about. Pub. Out of the pub? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, Whereabouts? Uh, out in me, Dumboyne. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> Love this life. <laughs> um, so you just decided you'd pop on FM 104. <laughs> Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. Okay. Brilliant, Grania. So I love it. You want you want this 25 euro Jesse Venture a lot then? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, good okay, on you, girl. Good. Uh, Grania, how's your um, general knowledge and your um, current affairs knowledge, to be more uh, precise? We'll go with average. Okay. Have you been keeping up with the news lately and things? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's good. Then I think you should be all right. So, you ready to play? Okay, let's do it, Trish. All right, so this is question number one, Gronia. Okay. What is the latest company to announce that it is pulling out of Russia? The latest company to announce it's pulling out of Russia. Is it A, KFC, B, Nike, or C, Heineken? Um... 
KFC? KFC is incorrect. Ooh. I'm afraid not. It was Heineken. Just announced earlier today. Oh, okay. That's all right, though, Gronia. You can actually get another one wrong and still win. Am okay. I right there, Trish? Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So, question number two, Gronia. This week, scientists have found one of the greatest ever undiscovered shipwrecks 107 years after it sank. But what is its name? Is it A, the Ever Given, B, the Endurance, or C, Resilience? B? Did you say B? Yeah. B, Endurance? Yeah. You're absolutely right. She did. <laughs> did you say B originally? Because I thought I heard C, Gronia. <laughs> Oh, no, okay, she said right. B. She what? said B. I'm a back off. B's and C's, they sound very alike, Trish. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well done, well done. Yeah, okay, doing well, Grony. You're off the mark, so uh, that's good stuff. Yes, so it was the endurance. Question number three. This is a bit of a tough one, I must say. What is the name of the Russian ambassador to Ireland? Is it A, Yuri Filatov, B, Andre Kellen or C Sergei Razov A A Yuri Filatov Yeah You're absolutely right Oh Well done Well done How did you know that? I don't know The crush just cra- the truck just crashed into the embassy Yeah so, okay, you must you were paying attention going. Well done. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, good stuff. I'm very happy with that. Uh, Okay, question number four. The first man to receive a heart transplant from an animal sadly passed away this week. What animal's heart did they use? Was it A, from a sheep, B, a cow, or C, a pig? C, a pig. C, a pig is absolutely right. Well done, Gronia. Well done. The pigs were very close to our... Yeah, our own... System or I guess the closest they can get. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. didn't didn't work out for him. Oh the poor fella. Guy. I know. Okay. Sports. How's your sports knowledge growing you? It depends on the sport. Okay. Oh. Well it's soccer, so okay. We'll we'll have okay. a we'll have a look. Question number five. This week Harry Kane moved to number six in the all time Premier League scoring table with hundred and seventy six goals. But who did he overtake in the table? Is it A, Thierry Henry, B, Frank Lampard, or C, Robbie Fowler? A. A, Thierry Henry? Yeah. You're absolutely right. Wow. You're flying this. All well right, done. Pranya. Doing well, doing well. Pub life is working out for Pub you there. Life. Oh, it must have been those pints. <laughs> I thought you might be distracted by what's going on around no. you, but no, no, she's focused. focused. She's keeping cool, calm, and collected. She is absolutely determined to get that Just Eat voucher, Trish. Uh, okay, so Gronia, question number six. Okay. Are you a Disney fan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well then, this could be good for you. Ooh. Disney's latest film, Encanto, has been gaining major praise for its original song called We Need to Talk About Who? Is it A, Carlos, B, Bruno, or C, Lucas? C, Lucas? C, Lucas is 
Incorrect. It was B. We need to talk about Bruno. Okay, not too bad though. That's okay. only two wrongs so far, Trish, right? Yeah, and it's a new release as well. So, you know, you're okay. Yeah, Is it a new yeah. release? Okay. Probably been out a year and I No, no, it's only been out a little okay. while. Okay, so yeah, you're forgiven for that one. Forgiven okay. for that one. <laughs> okay, Gronia, question number seven. Who has been announced as the international guest of honour at this year's St. Patrick's Day parade in Dublin? Is it A, Will Ferrell, B, Ben Stiller? Or C, John C. Riley. Um, A. A. Will Ferrell. Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. No. That is wrong. I'm sorry. It's John C. Riley. It's John C. Riley. Poor okay. John. Didn't get yeah. a look in there. No, he didn't. No. no. <laughs> And he's the most Irish out of the lot of them. But anyway, uh, okay, uh, moving on. Question number eight. What did the environment minister say this week when asked how people could tackle the high cost of petrol? Was it A, start cycling more, B, slow down when driving, or C, take the bus? So what did the um, environment minister the say? Bus? B, <laughs> C, take the bus. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He told us we should all slow down more when driving. That's how we can save on the high cost of petrol. And unfortunately, uh, I think that question that did means, it for you, Gronia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It means you, yeah, you're I'm doing still, so well. Yeah. Oh. You're doing so well, but that is the that you're not going to win the prize now. No. That's okay. But you still answered the last two. Do you want to still play? Keep playing. Yeah, why not? Go on. Yeah. Okay, okay. Question number nine. It was International Women's Day this week. But when was it first celebrated? Is it A, 1909, B, 1910, or C, 1911? 1911. 1911 is correct. Well, well done. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I was going to say, were you listening to the show? Because <laughs> we gave you lots of information. Yeah. I think we even mentioned that. <laughs> We did. did we we yeah. did a whole Google search about we it. We did a whole Googler. <laughs> uh, okay, well done. Good job. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't count for much. But anyway, <laughs> final question, Gronya, in the pub. What is the most valuable ecosystem to fight climate change, which has been widely degraded in Ireland? Is it A, forests, B, peatlands, or C, grasslands? What was two? Peatlands. I even um, forgot what you gave. Go again. Give them all again. What is the most valuable <laughs> ecosystem to fight climate change, which has been widely degraded here in Ireland? Mm. Is it A, forests, B, peatlands, mm. or C, grasslands? Forests, eh? A forests is not correct. Oh. 
Oh. Is it Pete? It's the Pete it's Lands. The Pete. It's oh, the poor okay. old Pete Lands. Yeah. But anyway, Grania, you didn't make it, but you were a great sport. You got uh, six, which is six out of ten. Ain't bad, girl. You passed. Exactly. Thank you very Not, much. Yeah. <laughs> and you can always go and drown your sorrows, considering you're right beside a pub <laughs> and you're right in the pub. You don't even need to go far. <laughs> exactly. Oh, are you out by yourself or are you with friends or what's going no, on? No, I'm out with friends. Oh, okay. So are jealous. they all listening? Were they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't all helping now, were they in the background? No, no, no. This they is all you. They on their phone. They're okay. taking a video. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing. Tag us in that. I definitely okay. want to see that. <laughs> If they were helping and they didn't give her the right answers, I'd be I know. living with them. Yeah. Give him a shout out, Grania. Yeah, Who's give him a with shout you? out. Who are you with? Oshin. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey Oshin. How did she do, do you think? Ah, she was good. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> Oshin, you have to say that. Yeah. Do you, were the, what did you make of the questions? Were they too tough or would you have gotten them? Um. Yeah, no, there was a few that I wouldn't have got. Can I just ask, what is a peat lamp? Peatland is the bog in uh, in the Midlands. There, you know where we get our turf and um, oh, right, okay. and all that. So that's like the ecosystem that we've been destroying, and we should be taking better care of. That was oh, actually right. in the news a few years ago. Actually, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. In the burn in County Clare and places like that. That's where you can go and visit. Oh yeah, I heard about go. that in geography class. There you oh, go. Good. <laughs> See, Anything keep, else just, you just keep on learning. Just, just keep on learning on this show. Um, but listen, guys, thanks for hitting. Thanks, Grania. You're a great sport. Thanks, Oshin. Um, yeah, enjoy bye, the pop. Bye, bye. Have a good one. Uh, a good little night out. Yeah, That's what we need. That's what I'm I like, want to see more of. Way through your night out, you just pop out and do a quiz, quiz on air. Yeah. <laughs> Not That's a bad the way show. forward. Exactly. I love it. Right. We'll take a little break now. But when we come back, we'll be looking at emojis. Oh, emojis. Listen, the world is a changing, and I need to fill you in on what you shouldn't be doing and sending. I didn't know half of these. I've been using emojis all wrong. Oh, I've got a good question about this. Go on. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, didn't have a sorry. mic up there. Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> um, we've been getting a few texts in, right? Okay, so first thing is first. There's new songs on, yeah. you see. This is what happens. People are getting confused. Yeah. What's going on? You're yeah. hearing remixes. There's a lot of new things out there. Yeah. So, uh, Rosemary, the, lo- the love goes where my rosemary goes. And nobody knows. Yeah. Was I too early? I Her don't name. know. I don't know. Well, that song, Mary, you were looking for who it is. It's Edison Lighthouse and Love Grows. That's a 2022 version. All right. Okay. And you know what? It's so funny, like, because that song obviously blew up on TikTok over the last, what, few months only. You yeah. know, well, not not that long, but it's it was huge. And so then somebody does a remix of it or a cover of it. And it gets a whole new lease of life. Mm. So it's funny, like, and the same with, well, actually, I don't know if that's the same with Baby Cakes. We just started singing it once and then it, we just <laughs> Now it's suddenly, a song. We figured out that it's That must end. have been us doing that, yeah. We put it out into the universe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there um, are so many remixes now, though, that that you mention it on TikTok, especially, and you're hearing mashups of like 20, you know, early naughty songs yeah. and more recent songs. And it's very confusing because now I don't, like, I can't separate it in my head. I'm like, did I hear that before? I or know. maybe I didn't. And it's just, you know, it's been playing so much on TikTok that that's where my memory is. It's not actually something I've heard before. But yeah, a guy on there has actually done a whole thing about it. Breaking yeah, down all down. the songs. Thank God for stuff. him because I'm like, 
Yeah, we do need to know. Everyone should know that these are covers. Yeah. Like, you know, don't be saying something is original when it's not. And actually, uh, there was a story out today that in England, Snow Patrol's John McDade told a court the idea of plagiarising other people's work is abhorrent. He's been giving evidence in the UK's High Court copyright dispute over Shape of You, yeah. which he wrote with Ed Sheeran. They deny ripping off parts of Sammy Chokri and Ross O'Donoghue's track O.Y. McDade says their song was written in a couple of hours or so. So there's always little things like that where I don't know there's question marks over was this did they get inspiration did they hear this and um, not give the appropriate credit or is this something that they just conjured up. It's a hard thing to prove or disprove I suppose isn't it? It's easy when you put the two WAV lines together and And you can clearly see a match. Um, There was another one I can't remember if it was a Dua Lipa song or not and I don't want to call out I think it was Dua um, who's in court over it but another one yeah oh um no the song was released like two years before her song so it wasn't like it was you know back in the 70s and she's done a cover so i think sometimes have you ever thought of an idea and you're like this, this is, is original yes. this is I've, nobody's thought of yeah. this this is my idea and then what are the chances though that you're the only one that has that idea do you know what I mean what are the chances that nobody else has got like there's a limited amount of musical notes out there no I know, I know. What so, well I kind of agree with you though I mean there's like there's only a certain amount of different melodies and you know yeah that you can twist it and change it. Exactly. Remember that guy? I think it was last Christmas when he put together like three bars and he managed to make every pop hit ever known to man. Tra- yeah, I know. With those three <laughs> yeah. bars, and I think then it's clearly just there. Like it's clearly it's clearly hard to come up with original original content. And is it all right to kind of maybe just use a little bit of something something? I don't know. Off of somebody else, maybe. And obviously, give them credit. You know, yeah. don't just go rub and it expect and not. a lawsuit. I like if you don't, <laughs> but if you don't give credit, expect a lawsuit because someone will come after you. Like the most uh, famous uh, instance of that was uh, Puff Daddy, as he was back then. Uh, you know, that's on every brand with oh, Faith Evans. Yeah. Yeah, they never asked Sting uh, for that line, if they could use that. They never bothered to ask Sting, who wrote that originally, if they could use it. The song ended up making hundreds of millions. Yeah. Then Sting came after them and they were, Puff Daddy and um, Faith Faith were able to keep, I think they were able to keep the original earnings. But then from that point onwards, every cent that that song made was going to sing. So, like, you're going to get caught out. Yeah. But they obviously made it. They made plenty of Bob out of that. But that's a clever, almost... No, we would not contain any kind of... Contain? Condone. Condone, condone, tomato, tomato. But we wouldn't obviously not condone anybody stealing somebody's songs. But I've heard, like, the big, big stars, you know, they can actually pay to get these loads of musicians to, you know, come up with it. Research and write the songs. And what they're doing is they're going on the likes of, like, Spotify or wherever and finding, like musicians who are known up music. and coming Ooh. and they're ripping off their stuff because oh, they know they can't hire the big lawyers they can't afford you know to take them to court like you're not going to take the likes of Taylor Swift to court you know she, she's probably going to win mm. so by the time it gets to the stage where they realise yes my song has been used again it's like that they've made all the money off of it exactly and <laughs> yeah. where is it now you know when it's no longer number one in the charts and it's not selling it's as done. many hits it's then had it's yeah, you've just basically been burnt mm. it's an awful 
terrible thing to do. Have you heard this song, Oh Why? The one that they claim has uh, the shape of you ripped off? No, I've that? never heard the original, nah. but nah. I did see the video where the guy put the two of them together and you oh, do really? you do hear similarities. Okay. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. When you separate the lyrics from the, the music, you it's very The rhythm's obvious. the same. The, and if you the, isolate yeah. just you know, certain parts. Oh god. Yeah. So you just kind of get the impression that maybe someone was in the musical studio and they're like, ah, nobody'll notice and just like clip, 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 just clip little bits. Uh, mm. They noticed It's their song I wonder how you know? this court case Is going to go then Ooh. Yeah If they're <laughs> saying know. But if you're saying No way I, I I thought of this myself I don't know But if it is blatant Yeah How can you be so How can you be so confident It does sound similar And you would You would think It can't be That he just Didn't Dreamt know. it up Do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. I don't know <laughs> okay, well, let's see what the courts have to say, Trish. I don't know. Let them decide, not us. It's Room 104 with Trish and Kev. And right now we have sleep physiologist and sleepyhead clinic director Stephanie Ramaszewski on the line to tell us about a new study that explains why we wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Now, waking up at 3 or 4 a.m. can be incredibly frustrating, especially if you find it disturbs further shut-eye or completely prevents you um, from getting back to sleep as normal. So, Stephanie, what causes this unwanted wake-up calls? And is there something we can do about it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's a difficult question to answer because if it's just started happening to you, I would suggest that you have to remember, well, perhaps we need to explain that sleep problems are actually entirely normal and sometimes when we go through stressful life events or we get sick our sleep alters and so we might wake up and we have to accept that sometimes it's going to happen and it's totally okay I think sometimes we especially when sleep has become such a popular area and you read all this stuff and you start getting worried the anxiety itself very quickly can get you to do things or even change your physiology so give you more cortisol reduce your melatonin effectively stress you out so of course it's going to be hard for you to get back to sleep so there's one aspect of it to understand that it's normal and that if you start thinking that it's not that actually that in itself can stop you from getting back to sleep now it could be that something stressful let's let's give the example of stress because it's really common something stressful is is keeping you uh, from sleeping properly and so you keep having frequent wake-ups and they happen to be happening to you around that time now if this starts going on for longer than three months so the original trigger it doesn't go away and perhaps the way that you're dealing with it is not necessarily quite the right way and we often find this because we're just not taught it's not when we, we don't teach our kids about sleep so how are we supposed to know what on earth we're supposed to do so perhaps you start doing some of the wrong behaviors and we can talk about that more um, and then suddenly after three months unfortunately there's this thing that happens and it's basically that your brain learns it as a habit and so not only have you got a trigger that can continue to keep you waking you up but now it's become a habit it's actually there's another issue going on in that even if you took the trigger away now it's still going to be there because your brain has learned it and it's actually literally created new synapses in order to make sure that pattern happens because it thinks that that's what you want and so then it doesn't matter how much good sleep tips you do 
it's probably not going to resolve that three or four in the morning thing. And then finally, the one thing I would say is that as we get older, it is harder to maintain the second half of our night because we have more complex stages of sleep so there's a stage of sleep called REM sleep you have it all the way through the night rapid eye movement sleep it's often where you might refer to dreaming dreaming graphically in in your in your REM sleep it's actually a very sensitive area of sleep so it's not deep it's actually if you touch someone when they're in REM sleep you'd be easily waking them up so it's not the same as deep sleep when you're having that restorative physical restoration it's actually more for emotional processing memory consolidation and things like that that actually happens happens more so the percentage is higher in the second half of the night so that's a sensitive area of your sleep and as we get older anyway it's harder to maintain that second half of your sleep so actually we're it's it's easy to see why as we get older we seem to get less sleep but actually it's probably because we find it hard to maintain without the right education we find it hard to maintain that area so i hope that explains the why a bit more mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you because you know when i I was a teenager, 15, 16, 17, even into my early 20s, I could sleep for hours and it didn't matter when, where, what day it was. (laughs) There was nothing going to stop me from getting as much sleep as I wanted. Even alarms couldn't wake me up. But now uh, I'm a little bit older and it is it's it's harder to to do that. And I I do find myself waking up even this morning way earlier than I should have done. And it's trickier then to you think that you're just going to fall back into sleep, but you don't. So why why does that happen? So when it becomes that habit, so after that three month period, suddenly because your body's used to you being up, it then starts making that period longer and longer. So it's harder for you, especially because often we try so hard to get back to sleep. And of course, you can't will yourself back to sleep. One thing to tell you about, obviously, when we're teenagers, our sleep is very different. We actually do need more sleep and we need a delayed sleep onset. So we want to go to bed later and get up later, which I'm sure is every parent's worst nightmare to hear. But unfortunately, it is true that's the way it works but as we get older our sleep needs change they often get less so you need less sleep and it happens at a slightly different time you will become slightly more of a morning type mostly um, uh, as you move forward so when you wake up and you are now unable to get back to sleep that again that's more of the habit that's less of those you know everybody gets triggers where they can wake up in the night and then hopefully be able to get back to sleep but once it starts becoming something that's happening for a long period of time suddenly it's happening you know where you can't get back to sleep perhaps for two three hours or sometimes not at all for the rest of the night and the common sense ways of dealing with this are exactly what's probably making it worse so what can you think of any common sense ways that you would assume if you can't sleep at night what what would you think maybe or have you tried doing Tell me. Turning off the phone. (laughs) I think turning off the mobile phone is always my go-to, but it is very difficult. Like we work in the media industry. So, you know, our lives are basically online and we're constantly seeking news. So I realize myself before I go to bed, sometimes I'm overstimulated. I'm not as wound down as I'm supposed to be. And maybe that has something to do with it. So 
that is a very proactive method and measure to avoid sleep problems in the in the first place but here's the thing if you're using it as a reactive tool like i'm just going to not use my phone tonight and then you still wake up in the night and you're like oh well it's clearly not worked mm-hmm. well no it's just that one you've got to do that for a hell of a long time before your brain starts to think oh we've got peace for a while and that's actually incredibly important for your attention and focus to get less connected and stay less connected for a good like 8 to 12 hours a day really that's really important but that's a very proactive before you even get the sleep problem unfortunately it's probably not going to stop you from waking up in the night so any others i i I fall asleep you're probably gonna hate this (laughs) i fall asleep with one airpod in my ear listening to a podcast Right. So in that case, I would say, you know, it's not the end of the world if you use things to like make you relaxed and fall off to sleep. But one, you need a timer on it because the very thing that can help you initiate sleep can also stop you from Mm -hmm. going into deeper stages of sleep, depending on the tones and the volume and all sorts of things that you might not be expecting in the podcast. But also if you get into this habit of thinking, if I don't use the podcast and I definitely won't get to sleep that's dangerous territory because then you're saying to yourself I can't actually sleep without this so they're two very uh, proactive things that could be very relaxing but they're not going to fix that thing that you do in the middle of the night so one thing that people do often is that they'll think okay I couldn't sleep then but I'm going to lie in at the weekends so I'm going to lie in to try and recover which I can logically understand or I'm going to go to bed early because I want to expand out my sleep window to try to get more sleep because everyone keeps telling me it's really important and now I'm just getting stressed out so I need more time now here's the thing the timing of sleep is really important time sleep your sleep wake cycle is a circadian rhythm that's a physiological process that lasts about a 24 hour period you've also got your appetite regulation your temperature regulation and your mood regulation now the thing is about things that go over a 24 hour period is that if you keep changing the goalposts your brain does not know what to do so if you keep lying in i get that logically you think that you're getting rid of a sleep debt well one you're probably not you're probably not. Two, we know that snoozing actually makes you feel worse. And three, the more you go away from your normal sleep window, the more your brain doesn't understand when to make you feel sleepy and when to actually give you a good quality sleep. So your homeostatic sleep drive, which is built by you spending more time awake, can't start until you properly start your day. And therefore your brain's like, well, you had two hours of like chilling in your bed. So I'm not going to make you sleepy for another two hours tonight. But you're sitting there at 10 or 11 o'clock thinking, why the hell can't I get to sleep tonight? And it could be as simple as your wake up time. So that's the first one that people seem to get wrong. And I understand the eye for an eye concept when it comes to sleep debt. I've lost four hours. I need to gain four hours. But your brain is so intelligent that if you just didn't think to yourself, okay, I had some really bad sleep tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to still get up at my chosen wait time. Um, I'm going to get outside and get fresh air and light exposure and exercise. And just to get rid of the fatigue, because the fatigue Mm. is going to make me struggle today. So I'm going to get rid of that fatigue. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use all that extra sleepiness that my brain has now created. And I'm going to leave my body to deal with it the next night. Now, you should be going to bed when you feel sleepy tired, not before. So you don't think I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm going to go to bed early. You think to yourself, 
Am I literally sleepy tired? Have I got the ability to nod off? You wait until that happens. When it does, your brain may not give you extra sleep, but here's what it does do. It improves the quality. So it will actually mm. choose the stages of sleep that it thinks you're lacking because of your sleep debt. And it will actually give you the more. So it's actually super efficient. But our fear of sleep debt and the way we should we think we should deal with it makes us dilute our sleep and wake times. And our brain's like, what the hell are you doing? I don't understand what you want me to do now um and and of course then then you don't sleep and then you're starting to perpetuate the problem so actually the most common sense ways of dealing with a sleep problem are exactly the things that we shouldn't do mm. that is powerful i i'm definitely going to be putting that into practice from now on because obviously we've been thinking about it all wrong because i'm like that i'd, I'd be very much of the okay right you didn't I get got three a good hours sleep yeah so yeah. Tomorrow or the weekend, I'm going to try and make up for it. And that's definitely not the way forward. Now, you've said it's kind of normal. You've developed a bad habit and that's why it's happening. You just have to work yourself around that habit. But how can you decipher between an underlying medical issue and whether you've just developed a bad habit? So even if so, here's the thing, even if there is an underlying medical issue um, that has triggered this sleep problem, Again, after three months, it is also a habit. So it doesn't even matter if the primary condition, if it's been caused by something else. It is true that, of course, you need to investigate that and make sure you're okay and everything else. But if you can't do that within three months or so, it's probably still going to be there. So you could literally be like, you've gone to to a doctor, your doctor can see that there is something there and they fix it. You're still going to have the habit. So it's that's also where we go wrong, because we believe that often people say to me, I know why I can't sleep. Therefore, I know you can't help me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You've got it all wrong. I know that you may have like, for example, in women, we have hormonal changes all the way through the month. Right. So at different times of the month, you have different sort of not different sleep needs, but you definitely the hormones are definitely regulating you differently. And and your melatonin is going to be slightly different and all sorts of things. Um, And so there is going to be certain triggers for you to not have as good sleep. But if you've got a strong homeostatic sleep drive that you are regulating by doing the right things, it's less likely to affect you anyway. But also if that goes on for longer than three months and you're not doing the right things to make sure it doesn't turn into a habit, Mm. then we've got a new problem. We've got an insomnia that we need to fix, even though we had a primary thing that caused it, if that makes sense. Yes, it really does. So if it takes the brain three months to learn like or to get into bad habits how long does it take to retrain does it take another three months or does it take a lot longer (laughs) that's a really good uh question so um it doesn't well i treat people that have had insomnia sometimes for 50 or 60 years before they realize that it's brain retraining they need and not all this other stuff that you read about that says it can help you fix your sleep so they've been doing a lot of that and then they come to me and i can tell you obviously it doesn't take another 50 or 60 years for them to treat their (laughs) insomnia but you're absolutely right it probably I would argue takes between probably two and three months to really ingrain a new pattern in so Mm. that you can make sure that is the new one that is learned. So the longer you do it, obviously, the more likely you are going to stick to that new uh, that new routine. But it's not really a new routine. It's the one that you naturally had. It's just been lost a little bit and we've just got to build it up again. So you're absolutely right. You make a wonderful point. I just want to make sure that people don't think, crikey, I've had it for 20 years. I don't want to spend 20 years trying to get out of it. <laughs> and, you know, we hear a lot about oh, the ideal actual hours 
uh, that we need to sleep. Like article upon article about, oh, it's, it's seven and a half. No, it's eight. Actually, it's six. Well, <laughs> this guy does four. Is there an exact um, amount of time? No, we're so, we're so different. Okay. All of us are so different. We all need something different. And you probably kind of have some idea if you don't have a sleep disorder right now, what that might be for you, okay? There, it's true that there are genetically short sleepers and there are genetically long sleepers. Yes, they're more rare, that is very true. But also for the people that do tend to need around seven to nine hours or somewhere in between there, they're also not gonna be able to do that every day because here's the thing, our culture, the technology, our connectivity, it's just never going to allow us to do that consistently every single night. It's a bit like this whole concept of clean eating. It's the same with clean sleeping. There, If you try and strive for perfection, you will never reach it. There's no science that you can reach that. And you will be really disappointed and you will have mental health problems because you just won't be able to get there and you would have changed your entire life to try and suit your sleep. So I would argue that everybody is different and that as long as you feel good and that you think, you know, everything seems okay, touch wood, like I'm good, then you are good. But if you're waking up and you're not feeling good or you are waking up in the night or it's taking you ages to get to sleep or it just feels like you're having a poor quality sleep, please don't worry. There are things that can be done. There are people that are called sleep scientists and sleep specialists and we can help you. I think for a long time, sleep medicine was like, like the lost area of medicine and people didn't really think that anything could be done about it even medical people I've done a lot of research into that um, and so people now instead of doing something like when you have an eye problem you go to an optician people are thinking okay I've got a sleep problem I'll go to Google and that's where the problems start because then you've got all these people out there saying you know relax 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 or do this do that and actually none of those things can habitually get you out of that problem it's got to be that reprogramming that it's literally just sticking to the science that's all we do um it's just all those other things they're very good proactive measures to avoid you having sleep problems and and making you more balanced during the day and just you know making sure you live a better more healthy life which is going to be less likely for you to lead to sleep problems but it's never going to fix a sleep disorder i've noticed with myself i had a relatively good sleeping pattern and i you know i was going to bed at a certain time and waking up at a certain time because i was on the morning shift so i was you know, I was in a good flow. And then I moved in with my partner and he has a completely different sleeping pattern Ah, to me. And (laughs) I thought I was pretty okay. And now I'm questioning myself whether his habits are rubbing off on me. And is it, is it that I'm just not strong enough? Like, is so easy. Yeah. Can your partner's habits then rub off on you? And you can for sure. Like, Yeah, I mean, habits. And then if they're super loud snorers or, you know, of Mm. course, our environment does affect us. Um, And here's the thing. The more rubbish your sleep gets, the more hypersensitive to your environment that you get. So the more he's disrupting your sleep, for example, the more that um, potentially, uh, yeah, he... it could then make your sleep worse just because it's a vicious cycle. The more hypersensitive you are, the more likely you are to not be able to sleep. So 
one thing I want to take out of here is that there seems to be a stigma of sleeping separately. And I just think there's lots of research out there that shows that people stay together longer if they sleep separately uh, and, and all sorts of things, which is really interesting. I just think when people come to me and they get upset about it, it's the first thing I want to say is like, what does it really matter anyway? But also, and we're not really designed to have the same circadian rhythm as the next person. So how could we possibly think we're supposed to? But it is true that probably is a bit of compromise needed when you start living with somebody, but also also, there are lots of sleep disorders out there that go undiagnosed, like sleep apnea. Uh, lots of people have snoring and, and stopping breathing and things that they don't realize is a problem until their partner is sleeping next to them. And they have excessive sleepiness and all sorts of weird and wonderful things during the day, but they're not connecting the dots. And it often takes a partner to be like, hang on a minute, my sleep is now getting massively affected. So I need you to maybe do something about this. Mm. I really do believe, though, that if we were all educated on sleep properly, which is something that hopefully in the future I'll be able to do uh, you know implement that in children so that they're not growing up with the same sleep habits mm. and so they will be much more mindful but now we do have a rife problem at least a third of the population all over the world at any one time seem to have insomnia like symptoms from a, ver- a variety of different reasons uh, Stephanie what about for those of us who work nights does it matter what exact time of day you're actually getting the sleep at like you know say you finish work at 2 or 3 a.m you don't get to sleep until 4 but you get a decent sleep then does it matter that that you know the fact that the the sun might have risen but you might be fast asleep so we are evolved to live on a light dark cycle planet and we take a lot of energy and uh, cues from sunlight. So that's why it seems to be a lot easier for us to sleep at night and be awake during the day. We are not nocturnal animals as such. We're not built like that. However... You're right. You can shift your sleep onto whatever you want it to be. That's how what insomnia is. It's just another pattern. It just doesn't look like a pattern to us, but to our brains, it does. So absolutely, with the right, for example, light exposure and darkness levels, you can actually switch yourself. That's why a lot of people say I'm a I'm an evening type. You know, I I definitely prefer to work at night. And I'm like do you or is it just that you behaviorally got yourself used to that way around and now you do it so often it's so reinforced that your brain's got used to it so it is you are capable of doing it um but obviously it will always be easier for most of us to sleep during the night uh, but absolutely can you shift your sleep and, and sleep at different times there are lots of people in the world that have to do that anyway like uh, like shift workers like people who fly like people mm. who are sailors you know there's so many different cycles there's lots of different types of ways of doing it mm. do you think that if you're finding it difficult then to treat it yourself and uh, you know to re-establish a new pattern within yourself is it suggested then we move on to something like cognitive uh, behavioral therapy? Yeah, CBT? so so CBT is it's it's a bit annoying because CBT sounds like we're talking about the same kind of CBT that we'd be talking about for depression, anxiety. Mm pain and actually it's just an umbrella term for all the evidence-based strategies that we know can help with a particular condition so each cpt is going to be entirely different i think it's probably easier to say with insomnia that it's a bit more of behavioral sleep medicine but we do call it cbti so cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia and absolutely that is a program of treatment the only program of treatment if you've had the problem for over three months it's significantly affecting your life and it's happening like 
five nights out of seven or four, four, four or more nights out of seven, then definitely there is something out there that can resolve this problem. Um, it's not for the faint hearted because it can be tough to get yourself. It's a bit like weight loss or muscle training. It's, it's, an, it's a behavioral change or stopping smoking or quitting drinking. And so it's going to take some work from you, but you can pretty much resolve the problem using that, that, that that strategy um but you there is no evidence in anything else right now so there is no evidence that in the long term to completely get rid of insomnia that anything else works isn't that interesting? Mm. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, I wanted to ask you about um the effects of alcohol on drinking. What kind of a quality of sleep do you really get after a boozy night and why do we still end up feeling so groggy even if we had a decent one after a few pints? Yeah, so alcohol is a bit like having a sleeping pill in that it's like it's a it's a sedatory type thing. So in that first hour after you've had a drink, in most people, and remember we're all slightly different, you're going to feel really sleepy. So it gives you like a fake sleepiness, and so actually that's why people think it can help with sleep onset and help mm. you to fall asleep quicker, and that's true. But unfortunately, it then starts playing havoc with your actual sleep architecture. So it's really difficult for your body to go into certain stages of sleep for you. So either, and especially REM sleep, in alcoholics, we see very, very little REM, and REM is really important for your mental health. So, so it does actually start taking away really important areas of your sleep. In some people, though, who just drink every now and again, that will even manifest in the fact that they literally feel super hungover in the morning. And even though they felt like they slept all night, they probably didn't have like a actual good quality sleep of, uh, because they're not going through the stages properly. They're missing some out. So therefore that's part of that hangover. And in other people, like I know for me, if I've been drinking, I come, I just wake up and there's no, you know, you get a bit of a wake rebound once your body has metabolized that alcohol. So after that first wonderful sleepy hour, unfortunately, bam, it can actually give you a wake rebound. So it's actually just making you wake up and then you can't get back to sleep because because of that process. Mm. Oh, so stop drinking, Kev. (laughs) (laughs) Or or reduce or drink a little bit at the beginning. Moderation. Metabolize it. Okay. That's my secret. Get your metabolize it earlier. So kind of pace yourself more? Uh, Lunchtime drinking. Okay, great. (laughs) Notice. I'm writing all this down. Now, uh, Stephanie, you met you we were chatting just before this and you mentioned that you'd been out for a jog. I'm intrigued. So you are a sleep scientist, so you obviously know the importance of exercise and sleep. Tell us a little bit about those links. Yeah, so exercise is incredibly important uh, and, it, and it can definitely help. I mean, for so many different reasons, but it's definitely helpful when it comes to sleep. I think there's a misconception that uh, when you exercise can have an impact on your sleep. So if you exercise too late, it might impact the quality of your sleep. Um, the research on this is a bit odd um so or it's just not conclusive there will be obviously if you start a new exercise regime um you're you're tearing all your muscles up essentially that's what that's what we're doing that's why we get those doms uh, we get muscle soreness um and so uh, your body's got to work harder when you fall asleep as well to deal with that and it's a change it's a physiological change and so for a little while when you start exercise you might even notice that your sleep's not so good but actually when your body starts getting used to that new exercise regime 
in general, exercise is incredibly good for your sleep and sleep is very good for your exercise because mm. that's mostly where you are repairing those muscle tears. So you're actually repairing the muscles mostly at nighttime. So your sleep is actually part of your exercise regime. So if you muscle train, for example, you need to look at your sleep as actually another part of that. If you don't sleep well, you need to look at that because that's going to really help with your muscle training and your recovery. It's amazing. Wow. So, yeah, they're super, super linked. Um, it would be great if we exercised more in the morning just because okay. it, um, with our circadian rhythms, if you can kind of explain to your brain that you want to be awake by getting up and having a really lovely morning routine, which is full of light, it's full of exercise. You know, you want you want that cortisol at that time and you want um, all those that lovely energy and all the physiological processes that come along with exercise. Having that first thing in the morning is really good because it reduces fatigue as well. So if you've had a bit of a bad night, exercise can be wonderful at reducing fatigue and also eating to start the metabolism at the same time every day because they're all so either influential on your circadian rhythms or they're part of your circadian rhythms they're all going to have an effect on each other so if you're metabolizing your brain knows that you don't want to sleep and, and actually that's really powerful so to have really consistent regular meals in the day and then to stop eating your brain starts to understand other things that you might want to do light exposure incredibly influential exercise incredibly mm. influential but if you can only exercise in the evening i still think that's really important and you not please don't worry about your sleep you'll soon see if you're exercising at 10 o'clock at night and you can't sleep for another three hours because you're wired then you know perhaps you shouldn't exercise at 10 o'clock at night but in general i just don't want people to see it as something that they shouldn't do because we all have different schedules and getting that exercise in is incredibly important so that do it absolutely whenever you must be one of the most well-rested people <laughs> on this planet um well i do you know what when people say in interviews everyone always says like how do you sleep and i think it's really important that i say that i don't sleep well all the time because that's impossible so you know i probably only sleep well about 85 90 percent of the time with all my knowledge and everything I know. And I'm totally okay with that. And the, the biggest difference between me and someone who may not have had all that knowledge is I don't get the anxiety that comes along with not having a good night's sleep. I know, even if I can't sleep for hours, of course, it's unusual for me. Yes, I do keep a fairly good schedule, but every now and again, even I will wake up in the night and I can't get back to sleep for hours and there'll be no rhyme or reason for it. But I know that we are such variable creatures and our lives are so variable that there's no point me trying to pinpoint exactly what it was. Might as well just get out of bed, enjoy myself, do something that I was doing in the evening, carry on when I feel sleepy again. I'll take myself back to bed if I don't feel sleepy. Well, I know what my reset button is because it's 6am every day. So I'm going to get up, go for my run, carry on like it didn't happen. Uh, OK, love that tip, Stephanie. Um <laughs> When it comes to winding down before bed, most of us find that very difficult. From a sleep physiologist, tell us what's the best way to wind down before bed? And does your positions when you're sleeping actually matter? Everybody has something different. Some sleep on their back, but does that affect your sleep as well? Okay, so first things first, winding down. Everyone winds down slightly differently, and I'm never going to dictate to you exactly how you wind down. One thing I think is really key, um, and I never used to say this, but I've been doing a lot of research into this, is 
the phone thing. And I've not, because I didn't realize quite how much, not only is it affecting us because of the light exposure, obviously when we look at screens, we're still getting that light exposure. It's kind of signaling to your brain that you want to be awake. But as you said earlier, it's about the stimulation and your brain thinking, oh, it's, you want it to be the middle of the day? Okay, cool. Like we'll just set all those chemicals up to make you work Mm -hmm. because that's what you do in the middle of the day because you're looking at your phone. That's the association we have. But it's not just that. We have so many things that are now associated with our phones, like work, like connecting to other people and a lot of different stresses. It is impossible for your mind to wind down. I mean, honestly, uh, when I, I read a book, it's called Yo- uh, Stolen Focus by Johan Hari. I think it's an excellent book if anyone wants to understand how our attention is being stolen mm-hmm. by being so highly connected. Um, I think it's really important. When it comes to sleep, of course, it's incredibly important. But the, here's the thing, like any behavioral solution, if you do it for you know a week, you may not see a result. But if you do it for a few months where you say to yourself, okay, at 6 p.m., my phone goes off and I'm not going to pick it up again until the morning, for example. You know, like back in the good old days where people didn't need to know where you were every five seconds and all that kind of stuff. It makes a huge difference to how you feel and how much you can wind down. So that's my first point. Wind down properly by getting rid of that phone, but make sure it's, it's a what you've got to you've got to do this for a while for you to see the benefit. And then just make sure that obviously winding down from work is one thing you may need to do some exercise you may need to distract yourself with a tv program or whatever it is that you do to wind down from work but that's very different to wind down for sleep as well Mm -hmm. so you may need to wind down from the thing that you were using to wind down for work with like exercise (laughs) by winding down again so i'm just saying um one thing that might be helpful is also getting ready for bed earlier than when you think you're going to bed. The actual act of getting ready for bed can be very wakeful. So brushing your teeth, thinking, okay, I've forgotten to do this. Oh my God, I've got to do that tomorrow. And suddenly you're thinking about everything that you've got to do. If you did that a couple of hours before you went to bed, you know, that would be the gold standard, a couple of hours. Then if it starts bringing up all this stuff, you could then use that next 10 minutes as an opportunity to maybe write some things down, get all that stuff out of your head that you didn't even know was there but clearly it is Mm. now you're ready to wind down so I think we just do it all in the wrong way rather than me saying you should do this to wind down you should do this to wind down everyone's got a different way Mm. but before you do that get get ready for bed explain to your brain you know now it's your chill time it's my me time I don't have to do anything else I've done the kids lunches I've done this I've done that I've let the dog out, but I've got this extra hour now where mm. I literally can do whatever I want. And yes, try to stay less connected. Read an old old fashioned book. Do something that doesn't. Kindles or no Kindle? How do you feel about Kindles? Uh, um, I'm not sure what the research is on whether Kindle is a screen or more of yeah. a book because we read books very differently to how we read a screen. We read books from left to right, screens were all over the place and we're just not really taking it in. So I'm not sure actually on that okay. particular area. Stick with um, the old fashioned books then. But I, but you know, have a, read a book, um, <laughs> you know, reading books brings back our attention. It makes us more empathetic, less narcissistic, all the things that are coming along with this social media craze and mm. everything else, you know, being so connected to people online, we are reacting and behaving differently to how we would in real life reading books it brings us back to what we know as being a human so maybe it's about reading more books 
And the sleep positions is the last of yes. our questions. Sleep positions. Uh, no, I think um, everyone is very different. Sometimes if I see a certain sleep position consistently, I might think to myself, that patient may have an issue with their sleep. For example, people that literally sleep on their faces or sleep with a lot of pillows, often that's because they're feeling like uncomfortable breathing wise. And then I might think about that mm. and think, okay. But actually in general, it's a bit like people saying, do you need to sleep naked? or do you need to sleep with clothes on there are some people that are very comfortable with either and I think it's really important that you stick to what you're comfortable with um in in terms of sleep we don't usually see massive of differences and here's the thing even if we did and then we said to everybody you all need to sleep on your back how many of us do you think we're going to actually be able to do that? You don't have that much control over it anyway. Yeah, mm. true. We can barely get the sleep thing under control. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. And hopefully we'll have some better sleeping patterns. We're going to start working on them from now. Oh, thank you so much. Starting from Thanks today. Me. <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast. FM 104. That was Amy with nobody else wrapping up our lot of Room 104. We're off. We're done. We are donezo. <laughs> How do you feel about your sleep now that we've got so many tips? We know exactly what to do. Just a bit of practice, yeah. setting a routine. I still feel like I'm not going to do any of them. <laughs> <laughs> two hours of a switch off Two hours of a lead in Before you can Wind down and, and go to sleep But it's whatever way you switch off So if you switch off by using your phone No Trish <laughs> No, no, no Reading a book It yes. was reading a book at, at Brushing your teeth, right Then two hours of reading a book no screen. No, she said he could watch a TV program if you like something. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I missed that bit. She said she could. She was like, whatever way you wind down. So, you know, she's not being very definite about it. Like, if you wind down by using your Kindle and reading, just have it on a dim light. Mm. You don't want it to look like it's bright, you know, like the sun is up, because that's when your body gets all disorientated. Yeah, you definitely don't want to start tricking your brain into thinking it's daytime and it's time to be up and about just when you're trying to get some shut eye. Which well, we we're shagged. We're pretty guilty of that, yeah. <laughs> I know. Anywho, another day tomorrow and we'll try again. Exactly. Yeah. All we can do months. is try, Trish. That's, That's all it. we can do. I love your positivity, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be positive tomorrow as well. You can chat to us from nine o'clock. Yes, but before then, Jim, Jim and Nobby are back from the incredibly early hour of six o'clock in the morning. So you can catch them and then catch us later. So until then. Take it easy. (laughs) Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.